Let's Stay Together, a podcast about Fruit Basket by Natsuki Takaya. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today, before we start, I have an announcement this time. Oh my god. <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> <laughs> we are quickly, quickly approaching the middle of this series. I don't know if people know. They probably know. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, just reading it on, like, Manga Fox or something, like, blind, like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, we thought that we would do kind of like a mid-series recap slash special episode it's gonna be Um, a clip show episode yeah (laughs) that's even more work than recording a new episode for me like oh listen to every single one (laughs) that'd be really funny no like what i guess i don't actually know i haven't thought about it that much but what i want to do is just like a quick summary of everything that's happened and like the themes and stuff that we're seeing so far um i'll probably come up with some questions to ask you about things like i do sometimes and then, of course, we'll talk about spoilers for what's to come and, like, what's been set up, I think. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that we wanted to do is take an opportunity to answer any questions that people might have. So if you want to ask us things about Faruba, more than you already have. Of course, people have already sent us a bunch of things that we've answered. but mm-hmm. Or, you know, about the podcast or how we make it or about us or whatever. Um, you can send us messages, like DMs on Twitter, Tumblr, or email us and just let us know that it's for this kind of like mid-series special it's gonna come out in like the end of october so you have fair we've received (laughs) fair warning you've got like a a month and a bit if anything comes to mind just send it and we will uh we'll curate them and and discuss things Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know that was my that's my plans (laughs) yeah one of you've got to at least one of you got to send us something or it'll be embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can't go back and like retroactively delete all this shit so (laughs) that's a great call to action i'm sure people will (laughs) now that i've answered uh i think i've replied to all of the asks (laughs) now people they won't be like are they are they ever gonna notice me again (laughs) yeah so anyway so we're doing that so get excited for that first of all i think it's gonna be really interesting actually i'm excited because like we look at every we look at these on kind of like a chapter by chapter kind mm-hmm. of basis or like maybe two chapters at a time and sometimes we're like yeah this thing it ties into this other thing you know from like chapter three and this ties into something from chapter like 103 or whatever mm-hmm. and so we do that sometimes but i think it'd be nice to just kind of like on a whole on the whole like you know we have these this theme and it's represented by these things and like here's mm-hmm. overall what happened and where we're going i think it'll be fun actually i'm excited yeah plus it'll be at the end of a at the basically like it's the conclusion of another kind of like arc of the series which is going to be great so mm-hmm. it'll be like wrapping that up nicely i think too so so send us stuff we will we'll be recording in october it's gonna be a good time yay yay <laughs> anyway today we're discussing chapters 54 and 55 we're gonna do just our regular summary and then discuss it and then we'll spoiler discuss it so <laughs> <laughs> i'm shaking things up <laughs> This is the third thing we recorded today, so <laughs> gotta gotta change things up a little bit. <laughs> You're like, I'm bored. <laughs> no, I'm not bored. My voice is getting a little tired, but that's different. <laughs> we're also starting a new um, we're starting a new volume of the like original kind of run. It's in the middle of uh, the collector's edition ones, but we're starting the one with Kisa on it. If you're yeah. uh, we're in with volume the- ten. A cute little tiger waving on the back. <laughs> the tiger wants to shake. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Don't do it. She'll bite you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Chapter 54. Opens at a beach. I assume that this is the pink bathing suit that the kids bought for Toru earlier. <laughs> so <laughs> Toru wears like a floral print bathing suit. Toru and Momiji splash around in the waves. Nikio and Yuki and Haru observe. So this is carrying forward from what we talked about last time or what happened in the last chapter, which was that Momiji said that they uh, were going to go to... He booked another a Hisho vacation for them, but not a secretary vacation, as <laughs> Shigure imagined. They look back at the house and Toru narrates their arrival the night before. We see them arrive to a grand summer home, even bigger than the previous one. Ghosty figures, our favorite, show <laughs> Toru in shock for like three panels while Haru and Yuki calmly unload the car and Kyo grumps to the side of the group. Ghosty Toru is shocked to find out that there are maids as well who greet her, and it's very charming. Once again, it's more than I deserve, she thinks. I'm so full of gratitude. Haru asks about Shigure, who disappointingly stayed behind to do some work. At least we get to see Hanta-san in her, all her swimsuit glory, he says, stretching, and Yuki and Kyo are like, don't talk about her like that, in unison. <laughs> Muiji calls to them to check out Toru's amazing swimming, and Haru comments that she's a better swimmer than he thought, but doesn't look like she's breathing, which is 100% true, and we see Toru <laughs> clutching a nearby rock and gasping. Kyo comes over and sasses her, but she ignores him and is like, was I really swimming? I'll show you more swimming. And he's like, hey, you'll get swept away by the current. So he throws, throws uh, like a pool ring over her and drags her over to Omiji and tells him to teach her how to breathe. But she decides that it's fun. And he's like, oh, you think this is fun? I'll, I'll give you fun. And then he spins her and she's like, wah. And Omiji says that he wants to turn too. So Kyo ends up like playing with them, fully dressed <laughs> in the ocean, which is hilarious. <laughs> he was completely reluctant to do that in the first place, but <laughs> it's very sweet. Yuki, who's off to the side on the beach, remembers that the hat maybe Toru um, and like putting it on her head. Because, of course, last time it was revealed that he was the one who was wearing the hat. He was the boy in the hat. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we see the narration, don't misunderstand, and transition to the past. It's Akito speaking to Yuki as a child. Baby Yuki cries, and Akito, who is also quite young, looks very menacing and says, This world is a cruel, dark place. Your whole life will be lived in that darkness. Hope, possibility, those concepts don't apply to you. Your fate is to stay on that pitch-dark road until you die. Don't get any ideas or think. And the memory fades. Haru asks the sun is getting to Yuki, and he puts his hand on his forehead. You don't look so good. Or have your feelings made you dizzy? <laughs> Toru calls to him, and Yuki is like, I'm fine, I just got distracted. It's a bad habit. I shouldn't cause Hanasan to worry unnecessarily. That's a good attitude, Haru says, and Yuki's like, thanks. Kyo arrives, drenched from the ocean. <laughs> And Haru's like, huh, getting out already? And he's like, I didn't want to go in in the first place, of course. But Haru drags him back into the water and challenges him to a contest. <laughs> Kyo's like, let go, you stupid idiot. You're trying to kill me? Yuki says, he gets in the water and says it's pretty cold. But he just takes the time to compliment Toru's bathing suit. And he says that she looks cute. And she's, she freaks out, of course. And it's like, oh, it's all thanks to you guys buying it for me. Which is very charming. And Momiji <laughs> is like, Toru always looks cute from, you know, I don't know. The other side of the triangle of this conversation they're having in the ocean. <laughs> From his cozy inner tube. Yes, floating on an inner tube. Or, or intertube. Outer tube. <laughs> Outer tube. <laughs> um, Toru says that this is a really wonderful place and wishes that everybody else could come too. And Muiji is like, not to worry. I sent letters to Hari and Aya and Richan and Kisa and Hiro and Kagura telling them to come. And Yuki is, looks kind of a little bit dead inside and is like, even <laughs> Nissan? That's almost everyone, all right? <laughs> but Toru is, of course, excited, and that's amazing, and hopes that everyone comes. She smiles, and Yuki smiles, too. Haru calls to Yuki and asks if they, he wants to compete with them. He says, if not, Kyo won't get into it. Like, hell, I will. I'm not that simple, Kyo says, and Yuki's like, maybe I will join. 
And then Kyo is like, there's no way I'm going to lose, and, like, whips off his shirt. I'm going to kick your ass, he says. <laughs> See, Yuki, what I tell you, Haru says from the side. Uh, Toru tries to get them not to push themselves too hard. And Momiji says to me, I said they just swim like normal people, and we see Momiji and Toru smiling. <laughs> we cut away to Kisa and Hiro, and uh, Hiro, of course, is grumping about the letters that they've received from Momiji, saying, why would I want to go on vacation with those guys? And what's he acting so giddy about? He is in high school, isn't he now? I don't know if I should be offended or feel sorry for him. And what's with the rabbit stationery? Does he think we're in kindergarten? But the rabbit stationery is adorable, and Hiro <laughs> should be chill. Hirotan, Kisa says, I want to go. And Hiro is like, let's go. And crumples up, the, <laughs> crumples up the paper in his fist, which is amazing. She says she'll go talk to her mom. And Hiro is all grumpy, thinking stupid woman always stealing our alone time. He looks out of the window and spies a woman passing. I don't know. Can I say that that's Rin? Yeah, we saw her Same. last time. Yeah, yeah. Like going by fashion sense. <laughs> yeah. I think we can say it's Rin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, completely alone in the woods, long hair and a dress. It's probably Rin. So. <laughs> Looks out of the window and sees Rin passing. And then we cut away elsewhere. I think they're maybe on the main estate. I don't know. It's hard to tell. They're, they're somewhere in a Soma place because they're little kids, of course. But mm-hmm. we cut away to... Akito and Shigure together. And we haven't seen Akito for a long time, so I'm excited about this. But mm-hmm. I'll be heading over soon myself, Shigure says. I guess I won't be seeing you for a while. Try not to make yourself sick, Akito-san. Akito, who is sitting at a table, head, uh, like, kind of holding his head with his hand. Um, it's like Akito, who is slumped over a table, let's be yeah. accurate. <laughs> slumped over a table. I said flopped a lot of times in the last episode, so I was trying to, like, ch- ch- change up my vocabulary. Yeah. Akito, is slumped, Akito, who is slumped over a table, kind of looks up grumpily and says, very funny, seeing as how sick I'm feeling already. Shigure, who has his creepy Shigure face on, looks over. Akito says, stupid summer, I hate it. It's unbearably hot and makes everyone act so damn foolish. I don't feel well. My head hurts. Hattori. Call Hattori for me. Hattori has so many things on his plate. I feel bad calling him so often, Shigure says. What do I care? Akito says. Why should I have to worry about such things? He lives for me, so he should serve me. Even so, I should think, Shigure says, he looks out the window and he sees Hattori walking with a woman, and the woman, and he smile and laugh. Hey, Akito says, what do you mean vacation? Stupid people and ugly women making merry? It's so irritating. They're getting overconfident. Fools, they think they understand everything. Perhaps, Akito says, looking down, menace in his eyes. I shall have to teach them a lesson. Shigure smiles, another also a menacing smile. They're both looking very menacing in this in this scene, and you can see that his both of their faces are kind of in shadow. What? What are you smiling about? Akito says as he leaves. Is something wrong? Do you have a problem with what I say? Akito touches Shigure's face. Problem? My dear Akito-san, I would never consider questioning your motives, Shigure says. Rather, I was thinking that perhaps you should come to the summer home with me. And he pulls Akito a bit closer. Akito's knee is like kind of up on his lap, <laughs> it looks like. Mm-hmm. If you want to teach them a lesson, that is. We cut away from the den of scariness. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the beach house where Yuki has fallen ill and he's laying on the couch. He has a little fever. Um, so, of course, everyone is worried about him. It turns out that Yuki came in first in the contest, uh, despite all of Kyo's efforts. And the shock caused Kyo to go to bed early out of spite. <laughs> It's probably because Kyo is wearing, like, blue jeans in the (laughs) ocean while trying to swim. Probably. Yeah, if he was wearing a bathing suit like a normal person, then it wouldn't be like that. (laughs) Momiji suggests that maybe he's overexerted himself, too. But Haru asks Yuki if it's okay that he goes to take a bath, and Yuki's kind of like, what? Like, go ahead, you don't have to ask me. 
Haru's like, I thought you might get lonely. Yuki's like, go now! <laughs> <laughs> Yuki apologizes for making everyone worry, and he thinks the fever will go down soon. Um, he asks if they're going to the beach tomorrow, and they say, well, Miji says they're going on a forest expedition tomorrow. We have to put sugar on the trees and catch stag beetles. They say that <laughs> Kanuki trees are good for that. I see, Kanuki is it, Toru says. And then Momiji and Toru both look up and wonder, I wonder what kind of tree a Kanuki tree is. And Momiji's like, I wonder. <laughs> it's like they never spend any time in nature. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of tree a Kanuki tree is, though, either. I guess their research didn't get very far. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Momiji knows where to look now. He just doesn't know anything about trees. Like, he read the insect yeah. book last time, but he didn't know anything about, about what the tree is supposed to look like. <laughs> He's like, you know, I bet it's a tree with acorns. And Tori's like, I see acorns. I've never seen acorns on a tree before. I always see them on the ground. And Momiji is like, yeah, I never really see them either. And he kind of like carries on. Yuki sm- relaxes and smiles. Momiji says he'll go get a book and says to take care of Yuki. Uh, Momiji walks off and Tori sits in front of Yuki, who's still laying on the couch. And Yuki gently tugs her hair. There's something I want to tell you, he says. I think there's something I should tell you someday. Don't misunderstand, he imagines. Uh, Akito's words from before. It's nothing like that. Now I can think that there's more to life than just darkness. Now I believe that it's not just, it's not all just a misunderstanding. When the time comes, if you would listen, I'd be happy. I'd have to open that tightly closed lid, Yuki says. Toru looks concerned, but she doesn't really reply. I still don't know what he's trying to say, she thinks. But it's certain that something inside Yuki-kun is beginning to move. Open the lid, she wonders. I have to open the tightly closed lid, she thinks, and she imagines her mother, her eyes open wide. Toru, Momiji says, having returned with a book, and kind of freaks her out, of course, because she was lost in her thoughts. And then they exchange apologies. Um, she just says she got lost in thought, and then thinks, I wonder, maybe the summer heat is making me dizzy too. We see Kyo lying in bed as well, looking contemplative. I hope not, Toru thinks slash narrates. The summer vacation has only just begun. And then we see that Haru has returned, and he asks if they found out how to catch bugs yet, and they're like, it's not that easy, which is very funny. That's the end of the chapter. This whole, like, bug-catching adventure seems like it's harder than yeah. <laughs> anyone originally planned <laughs> or understood. <laughs> like, they should have just gone to the department store. Yeah, really, just paid their 3,000 yen for a, a male whatever beetle. It's less than $10 for the beetle of your choice. Why would you go to the woods? (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 55, the cover is also... We haven't talked about... Sorry. We talked about some of the cover images for these chapters um, recently. I feel like they're getting more and more detailed. Like Sometimes it's just a little sketch, but this one is a a drawing of Toru with her mother, which is very sweet. Mm -hmm. This chapter opens with Kisa running to greet Toru after they arrive. And Hiro's like, sheesh, we only just got here. As they, like, hug and hearts fly everywhere. (laughs) Jilted again, eh? Haru asks, Jilted, jilted, Momiji says, and he's like, I'm tired from being in the car all day. <laughs> Just show me to my room. <laughs> the rooms are divided into wings, and Toru is in her own wing, and all the boys are in another wing or something. So there's a significant amount of rooms in this house. Mm-hmm. Momiji um, bubbly says that Hiro should come and stay with, share a room with one of them, and that Kisa can stay in Toru's room. And Hiro's like, Stop deciding things on your own. There's no way I'm sharing a room with anyone. Uh, you won't share room lessons with Kisa. How precious, Haru says. And he's like, I never said that, blushing. He wonders why he has to share. He's like, you think that you're just because you're all older that you can stick me in whatever room you want? Toru's like, in that case. And he says, stay quiet, stupid woman. Of course, like an asshole. <laughs> Kisa tries to get him to calm down and Yuki arrives. Haru is like, uh, I see, five minutes later. And says, in that case, Yuki and I will share a room. And Yuki's like, huh? 
<laughs> one problem solved. Solved, Momiji says. <laughs> Yuki's like, what are you talking about? And Toru thinks again, I have to open the tightly closed lid. There's a lot of lid talk. Yep. <laughs> okay, the rooms have been decided, Momiji says. Toru, uh, and Momiji also says that uh, Toru should show Kisa to her room. Uh, and they show Hiro to his room. Hiro, you're losing points with that attitude. Haru chastises him. Every time you get irritated, Kisa gets nervous. How about toning it down? Hiro imagines Rin and says, I don't think it's any of your business, Haruni. And then stomps off, leaving Haru and Yuki to ghostily stare mm-hmm. after him. <laughs> He's young, Haru says. And Yuki's like, but you're young too. A young old man. <laughs> I know. I know, but I don't like it. Seeing them get along so well, Hiro thinks. It really irritates me. Uh, we see Toru showing Kisa their room, which is like a giant room with a giant bed, of course. <laughs> Kisa tries to apologize for Hiro, and she's about to apologize, and then Toru's like, yes, what is it? It kind of like interrupts her. <laughs> Kisa doesn't say anything, and then she's, Toru's like, oh, are you feeling sick? Should we get some medicine? And Toru's, uh, Kisa's like, no, I'm not sick. I'm fine. And she smiles. Kisa notices the photo of Toru's mother that she set up on the um, desk that's beside the bed and asks about her, and Toru says, oh, yes, that's her. Kisa asks if she always has the photo, and Toru says, yes, we're always together. And they smile. Out in the woods, a bug hunting. <laughs> Momiji leads the way as if he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Hiro wonders what on earth they're doing in a forest, and they say they're making preparations to catch stag beetles. <laughs> and Hiro's like, is that supposed to be fun? And Toru's like, yes, which is great. <laughs> If he wants stag beetles so much, why not just buy some, he thinks grumpily. Momiji announces that he's found the right type of tree. Kisa says she doesn't see any stag beetles. Of course, Momiji explains they have to leave sugar on the tree to catch them. They'll come back the next day to find them on the tree, eating the delicious sugar tomorrow morning. <laughs> Toru rummages in her bag for the sugar water to put on the tree, and then drops the wallet, the pocketbook that Hiro stole from her earlier, the one that has her mother's photo in it. There's a little, like, chibi reenactment, <laughs> I guess, of, his, of him pulling it away from her like an asshole. Kisa paints the sugar on the tree. Momiji um, goes off looking for more trees, and of course it's dangerous. Stupid woman. Toru is like, um, yes, because she's recognized that that's what he calls her. <laughs> he hands her the pocketbook and is like, this is yours, isn't it? There's a panel of ghosty silence, and then she freaks out and is like, oh, mom, how did you get over there? Teleportation? <laughs> and Hiro is like, you dropped it. Thank you very much, Toru says, freaking out a little bit. Thank goodness, I would have left her behind. Why do you walk around with a picture of only of your mother? Hiro asks. You've lost both your parents, right? You mean you don't have one of your father? I mean, whenever you say anything, it's always mom, mom. It's like, that's all that you say. It's a pretty severe mother complex, he says, holding out his hand in his classic sassy pose. Don't you ever think about anything else? Toru smiles, an awkward smile. We can see kind of like a dark texture creeping over, kind of like her, the back of her head coming from behind her. That is, she says, and then she looks down, saddened, I think, kind of despondent. That is... Kisa takes notice. Toru suddenly is like, eh, 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 and then cuts off that conversation and just kind of like makes a complete 180 in her expression. She says she's worried about Momiji, so she takes off to look for him. Hiro wonders what could be wrong with her. And Kisa, uh, after Toru leaves, says that he shouldn't say things like that. He's like, like what? I don't think it's a big deal. She seemed fine. Kisa says, how do you know she was fine? You don't know what she's holding onto in the bottom of her heart. You've never felt it. You shouldn't say it's not a big deal. You shouldn't assume things like that. Hiro looks quite taken aback, and he's like, why do I have to care about her feelings? Why should I have to worry about that? Kisa wonders, why did Hiro come? Did you come here to cause trouble for Onechan, she says, while she cries. Kisa turns and runs off, and Hiro slumps to the ground, 
gloomy. Why did it have to turn out this way? He wonders. <laughs> it's like, because you were being an asshole. <laughs> I thought that coming here would make Kisa happy. That's why. But then I go and make her cry. I'm so stupid. I really am losing points. I'm a no good, hopeless little brat. Brat, brat. Then we see Kisa run over to Toru and kind of grab her from behind, still crying. Toru asks, what's the matter? She says it's nothing. And Hiro thinks, he continues to think, I haven't grown up at all. But I'm her face with something I don't like. I take it out on other people. You don't know. You shouldn't assume things like that, he imagines Kisa saying. We see Hiro looking down and away. And he thinks, just like I'm hiding, my, I'm hiding feelings in my heart. And we see like a memory of Kisa and Hiro together in the hospital. And like vignetted in this <laughs> panel. I'm sure that she is too, he thinks. Feeling she hasn't shared with anyone in the bottom of her heart. I guess it's too late to think about that now, he thinks. We cut away to later. Um, it turns out that Kisa and Hiro didn't say a word to dinner and they're already in bed. Yuki asks if they had a fight. Toru says we don't really know what happened. Haru says it's a waste of effort for a third party to interfere your lover's quarrel. Best to leave them alone. And Yuki's like, I don't know if you're being kind or cold. <laughs> Toru looks contemplative. And then we see the pocketbook again. We cut to later that night. We see Kisa in bed. The stars kind of out. It looks like it's like 2 a.m. or something. 1 a.m., 1.30, maybe. <laughs> on the clock. Toru is sitting outside on the porch. She holds her knees close to her, and we can see there's a photo of her mother on her lap. She looks up at the sky and wonders why. Like, she uh, thinks about what Hiro said, why. And looks down at the photo of her mother. That's, she thinks. We see her mother crying, incense burning, people in formal attire. We see, like, just a little bit of that, um, the curtain that we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. So more funeral imagery. Also the incense, of course, too two toothbrushes together in a cup and then we see Toru standing alone in an empty apartment looking down wearing her high school uniform have we seen this scene before i think we might have um, i think we might have yeah. two i think like when it's talking about like no one from her dad's side of the family wanted to take her in yeah and like right before her grandpa came to get her right i can't remember which chapter is in but i think i remember like that scene and then like the next one was her grandpa talking to her maybe was the one where they she went home but then kyo and yuki came to pick her up or something mm -hmm. i forget that would be the only time i don't think we've seen her family since then so yeah i know there's been like conversation about like the empty apartment and everything and i think we saw that image it could be um from like the one where they go visit kyoko's grave as well i forget yeah it could be yeah but yeah i think I'm pretty sure we've seen the scene of this before so this is of course like the empty apartment after tor's mother passed away mm -hmm. she remembers what yuki said i have to open and then she leans down. She kind of, like, uh, curls up tighter on the photo. All right. It's all right. It's all right. We're always together, she imagines. Uh, I think her mother's saying. You can kind of see the speech bubble. The speech bubbles that that sound, that's making that sound, it kind of, like, fades toward the end of the sentence, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. She clutches the photo tight. And you can also see that she's, like, the, the photo of her mother smiling also kind of, like, like, there's a texture overlaid, like it's fading. Toru looks down, also looking deeply saddened. There's, like, I don't know how to describe this very well. It's the way that she looked before, like, a couple of pages ago. Mm -hmm. Depressed. She looks depressed. <laughs> I'll, I'll put a stamp on that. Because it's, like... It's beyond, like, just being sad or dejected. I mean, it's, like... It's another one of those, like, expressions that's very difficult to describe. But this is the first time we've really seen this expression from her. I think mm -hmm. we see a final scene of her out on the porch 
um, looking down at the photo again, and then we transition away. The next morning, Kisa stands outside of Hiro's room, and she's about to knock on the door, but he opens it and slams it on her face accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> he apologizes. I didn't realize that he that she was there. Of course, Kisa says, I'm sorry, too. Yesterday, maybe I shouldn't have talked the way that I did either. And so they both apologize to each other, which is very sweet. Hiro blushes and says, me too. I'm the one who should be sorry, and gently caresses her head. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kisa. I have to become a man who can make you happy, he thinks. We transition to outside later, and Toru is super excited to go, and uh, super excited to find out that there are stag beetles on the tree that they've prepared. <laughs> There's a couple on the tree. Kisa says they're so cool, and Momiji's like, I know, aren't they? Hiro thinks that somehow that woman seems more cheerful than usual this morning. Was I thinking too hard yesterday, he wonders. It might be that her natural stupidity means that her heart is extremely deep. <laughs> and then he's like, no, wait, I shouldn't assume. Well, um, Toru and Kisa deal with the tree. <laughs> Hiro-san, Hiro-san, Toru says, look, a super special stag beetle. And she, like, demonstrates it for him. <laughs> and Hiro's like, that's great. And she's like, yes! <laughs> and second, there might not be anything inside her, he says. <laughs> or he thinks. Kyo randomly appears out of the woods, and Momiji, of course, is like, oh, it's Kyo, good morning, you're running super early. Kyo is like, you guys are up early yourself, and uh, Toru greets him cheerfully, and it's like, I have a stag beetle, and Kyo is like, moron, that's a kabuto beetle, which I guess is different, I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's like bug experts right in, I mean... <laughs> Kyo looks suspiciously over at Hiro and bonks him on the back of the head for once. Hiro's like, hey, what'd you do that for? It hurts. Kyo asks, you haven't done anything to Toru, have you? Hiro's like, what's this? First you hit me, then you make false accusations? Do you have proof that puts me in question? Of course. <laughs> Kyo is like, I don't know why, but she's not as cheerful. And Hiro looks genuinely surprised. Kyo walks away and bonks Toru on the head as she looks through the encyclopedia. No, Hiro thinks, I'm sure even she has them, and we see... A little, an image um, of a box with the lid kind of shut tight. And that's the end of chapter 55. Mm -hmm. Okay, for the record, uh, stag beetles are the pincer Pokemon, and <laughs> uh, Kabuto beetles are the Heracross Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oof. Guys, we finally made it. We finally fucking made it to the fucking beach arc. Is everyone yeah. excited? I am. <laughs> oh my god. It's Summer's kind of winding down here in North America, but <laughs> it's going to be summer till November yeah. <laughs> on Let's Day Together. Well, it's fucking hot enough. <laughs> Maybe for you. For me, it's like cooling down. I wore a jean jacket the other day. It was probably too warm to wear a jean jacket, but I don't care because I love fall so much. I mean, I love the endless summer that we're going to have on this podcast, though. <laughs> so wonderful. I'm just uh, going to rest my vocal cords for a minute. Do you want to start with the, the discussion of these two chapters? I like how we had, um, in the last chapters we talked about, we had Kyo and Toru talking about swimming at Cosmo's house. And she was mm -hmm. talking about, like, I just have to remember to do the breathing. And so, like, when they're like, they're like, oh, she's swimming so fast, but I'm not sure she's breathing. Kyo's just, like, sighed and already gone over because he, yeah. he already knows what's going on. <laughs> Those were, it was wonderful. <laughs> it's an immediate payoff on some foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she's like, oh, was I swimming? <laughs> Let me show you more swimming. And he's like, no, you'll die. <laughs> yeah. I say it's cute how he winds up like just like playing with <laughs> Toru and Momiji in the water. Like <laughs> he he's, didn't like, want to get in at all. Yeah, like he's dragging her over, telling Momiji to teach her how to swim. But then he like spins her in the inner tube. And then he's like, I want to go. And he's like, oh, yeah, you want to go? And then spins her too, <laughs> apparently. And then... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. And they're all it's just, like, sweet. hanging out in the water for a bit. 
Mm-hmm. And then he gets out, and then Haru drags him back in, which, yeah. <laughs> which is also great. You have some typical uh, Yuki and Kyo debating, where Haru is like, if you say you'll do this competition, then Yuki will do it. Or well, then Kyo will do it. And Yuki's <laughs> like, all right, whatever. And then Kyo is like, challenge accepted! And yeah. like, strips off his shirt. It's pretty great. <laughs> I think it's cute that like Yuki doesn't even get that mad about uh, Momiji inviting Ayame. <laughs> No, he's just kind of like, really? Everybody? Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like they're might, maybe on slightly better terms. <laughs> I think they understand each other better mm-hmm. after that time that he went and visited the shop. Yeah. And the conversation they had about creating things. Right. Yeah, the garden scene. Yeah. Um, where Ayami turns into a snake and then they have a heartfelt discussion. Yeah. And then he embroiders, like, I love my big, I live with my big brother on his jacket. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> like it was yesterday. <laughs> We saw Baby Akito in the flashback. Have we seen Baby Akito yet? Uh, you know what? I don't think so. <laughs> mm, no. Actually, I'm pretty sure we haven't yet. <laughs> He's adorable and just as menacing. <laughs> yes. I was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, very menacing, Yeah, actually. That face is really, uh, really piercing. <laughs> when Akito's being really sassy about... Um, or, like, not being sassy. Um, <laughs> when Akito is telling Yuki that... Uh, he'll always have to live in, in, in darkness without hope and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with how, like, young Akito is in that scene. I mean, that's some... That's, I know, it's also crazy to me. Yeah. Some dark chip from a small child. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Last time when we were reading the stuff with uh, Kyo's dad, he's like, the head of the family won't be happy about this. I immediately imagined, like, when uh, we were talking about Ayame's... Um, hair and the teacher is like i'm gonna call the head of the family and we had discussed i think in the spoilers but now i think it's okay to say because like we just had this reveal about yuki being young or like akito being young but i was like what is he gonna do call like six-year-old akito or whatever so when when he said that i imagined that anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's fine yeah because i think yeah i think akito's age has been fairly vague until now and it's still not totally clear but it's obvious that he's not a whole lot older than yuki given how close in age they look in this flashback. Also, probably not a whole lot younger than, like, Shiguri or Ayame. Mm-hmm. Like, he obviously seems to be an adult. Like, not right. not the same age as our main gang, but right. it shows that not that much older. It seems like that, yes. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the Shiguri and Akito scene? Sure. <laughs> Let's just get into the... Go, ba- go back into the lion's gen. Every time there's a scene between the two of them, I'm just like... When we leave, I'm like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about it that, like, I know, I mean, I mean, we've read this before, but still, I'm like, it just gives me the shivers every time. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I mean, yeah. you know. And so they're always, like, so shadowed when they're in the scenes together. Like, mm-hmm. part of it is obviously that Akito lives shut in in a room all, most of his life, but... <laughs> yes, yeah, sure seems like it. Um, but also just, like, the shadows on their faces and everything every time they're in a scene together. Yeah, and now this one, of course, has, like, a, the hint of romance, I think. Yeah. Just, like, uh, I feel like what we saw with Rin last time. Yeah. So now, of course, Shiguri is the one in control, mm-hmm. <laughs> manipulating Akito into doing whatever he wants. Yeah. Trying to, at least. Yeah, I think we can we can stamp that last scene with a, l- a little bit sexy. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> like, disturbingly sexy, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's dangerously, dangerously <laughs> sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made myself laugh. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Shigeru Akito's about to leave. They their whole like relationship is like a 
like a really dramatic this whole scene is like a super dramatic like noir movie for them or something where it's like Akito's about to leave and he's like maybe I'll teach them a lesson and then he's like do you have a problem with what I say and Shigeru's like problem my dear Akito-san I would never consider questioning your motives rather I was thinking that perhaps you should come to the summer home with me if you want to teach them a lesson that is it's like super dramatic yeah (laughs) And also, uh, Shigeru is, like, pulling Akito up onto his lap, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, you can see Akito's foot in the air above the speech bubble. Mm-hmm. Akito also called... Akito was, like, stupid stupid people and ugly women making merry. It's so irritating. Yeah. It's also very interesting. <laughs> so grumpy. Mm-hmm. So Akito starts off being all, like, pouty and grumpy. It's really funny to see Akito in this position where <laughs> Akito's basically, like, pouting. Mm-hmm. When this is someone who so many people are so afraid of, who can be so dangerous, mm-hmm. pouty and like, uh, petty. <laughs> yeah, petty. That's a good way to describe mm-hmm. it. But then at the same time, also trying to, in this, like, Shigure is trying to seduce Akito as well. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Someone who, someone who normally just strikes terror into most other people in the series, Shigure is trying to, like, come on to, which is interesting. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, for all the like for how pathetic Akito kind of is in this scene that mm-hmm. panel where he's like perhaps I have to teach them a lesson with that that's face I mean that's that's scary <laughs> yeah it's bone chilling yeah. that's for sure the whole thing is really even the fact that they're like this kind of dark romance is unfurling here too is also scary like it's yeah. just added on top of it you know mm-hmm. it's like doesn't make Akito any less threatening yeah their relationship seems to be quite unhealthy yeah <laughs> just to say the least it's like she yeah, said the... about every <laughs> character yeah. relationship in the series <laughs> everybody except for kyo and toru okay <laughs> yeah that <laughs> could certainly be said for many people yeah. <laughs> i'm just looking back at the um yeah that perhaps i'll have to teach them a lesson like akito's face is super shadowed you mm. see the like gleam in Akito's eyes. Yeah. Akito's always pictured with this, like, coat that's kind of slumped, like, half off. Yeah. Sort of, like, disheveled. It adds this unstable air, I think, <laughs> that Takaya's trying to put across with Akito. Yeah. I mean, also just, like, bouncing back and forth between, you know, pouty and trying to be in control, and then, you know, I don't know. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. One little scene. Yep. I'm like, Shigure, please come to the beach house. I can't have this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have for the first chapter. Yeah, I guess I'll, I was just like, what about Yuki and the lid? That's the next one. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he talks about it a bit. It just becomes more of a thing. Yeah. I mean, he's already been kind of foreshadowing it a lot, so I, it doesn't seem out of the ordinary. Um, I think the other thing that's another... Th- not like, not like a big thing to note, but I love how when Tori arrives at the house, she's like starstruck and it's like, the house is so big, the rooms are so big, mm-hmm. and like, there's even maids, <laughs> I don't yeah. deserve all of this, and yeah. Yeah, like the three think... panels of her being like, wah, and like each wah. one. <laughs> yes, okay. She's got her like, uh, uh, like shocked kind of ghosty face in every yeah. single one. It's like, this is amazing. It made me really happy. <laughs> this one was due... I mean, they're ballin', so... Yeah. <laughs> this is a, yet another large house, um, kind of isolated large house that we've seen mm-hmm. that they, I guess, can rent. I don't know. Momiji seems to be able to afford all of this with his allowance money or whatever, yeah. so... He's got, like, a piggy bank, but he breaks it, and it's just, like, full of $100 bills. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I've been saving. <laughs> <laughs> this is what everyone gets from now on, right? Yeah, totally. He brings, like, an envelope stuffed with cash to pay yeah. <laughs> at all these places. <laughs> and then, like, a bunch of random change. He's yeah. like, is this enough? <laughs> Saddles up to the bar. He's like, put it on my tab. <laughs> Soma tab. <laughs> It's like the Soma tab is just for paying for damage, not for paying for drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I love the continued thing of them like reading books to figure out how to catch tag beetles. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've seen this a couple of times. Like there's these really cute like background continuity things. This <laughs> is one of them. So like in the last episode of ours, in the last chapter, Momiji was like, How do you catch tag beetles? And they were looking at a book. <laughs> And then he said, also, like, I've never caught them anywhere but a mall. And then Hero's like, why don't you just buy them? Yeah. And they're, they're reading the book again in the first chapter that you read, chapter 54. Yeah. Trying to find another book to figure out which trees are good, yeah. <laughs> which trees are the right trees. And Luigi's like, this is the right tree. Hey, it paid off. They got stag beetles in the end. Or at least well, kabuto beetles. <laughs> kabuto beetles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet you could still make those fight or whatever. Yeah. You could still evolve them. I think they fight each other in the, in the lore. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, okay. I think that's probably everything for that chapter. Because mm-hmm. the next one is when Hiro and Kisa come, right? Yeah. So Hiro comes to shake things up. Yeah. Disturb the peace <laughs> with his little shit behavior. Hiro comes to start on his little character arc. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I kind of feel like it's a continuation, but this is yeah. like... He's like finally connecting the dots. Like, it's like you can see yeah. it happening, or he's like... Yeah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't do this thing... I'm like that too. I have things inside of me. I have thoughts that I keep deep inside. Probably other people do too. Yeah. <laughs> and I should be sensitive. <laughs> In summary. Um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so, so Hero arrives. And he's still a brat. Yes, he's the same as he always is. <laughs> it's kind of interesting that back again, Kaya brings back the pocketbook from earlier. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe so that he can comment on it because he knows. Yeah. What's funny with that scene is, like, I feel like when he started, he wasn't even actually trying to be a dick in that scene. Like, he was being earlier, but... Yeah, when he first got there, he was kind of like, me, 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 but... And, and, and he just, he's kind of, it seems like he's, like, genuinely asking. Yeah, like, he gives her the notebook back, like, he's like, this is yours, right? Which is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of obviously a contrast to when he stole it. Um, yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, he, like, his face, like, he looks genuinely, like, con- like puzzled, like, he when he's like asking her at the start and then he starts to get a little sassy but I mean, he starts like, out he's I like, feel like it's yeah it's insensitive but yeah it's like more blunt than I'm being a yes. jerk to be a jerk like yeah Walter is just left to be like I'm gonna go talk to Momiji now like yeah yeah I think it's sad but kind of a cute thing like he doesn't realize that what he said got to her but both Kisa mm-hmm. and Kyo pick up on the fact that she's a little bit off. Yeah, after that. After after what he said. He's like, she's even more cheerful than normal. Like, mm-hmm. I guess she really is dumb, but really yeah. she's just trying even harder to cover up what she's thinking about or feeling. Mm-hmm. Which Kyo and Kisa, of course, pick up on. Yeah. I think Kyo because he knows Toru really well and Kisa because she's just an empathetic person. Yeah. <laughs> a little more emotionally mature than Hiro mm-hmm. is, so. Yeah. yeah, Hiro is the real catalyst of this chapter mm-hmm. for Toru. This is the first time we've seen Toru really um, get a real crack in her shell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that whole scene at night, like that's like she's obviously going through a little emotional crisis here, which we don't really mm-hmm. see. And you think that you, we would, mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't know, losing your mother is so intense. And of course, she, she was so deeply connected to her. Yeah. 
like we see her like we see her react emotionally to things and like you know be sad yeah. or whatever but like there's like the her face like you were saying we haven't really seen a face like that before like her expression in that scene is just it's, it's uh something like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's hard to even describe but it's obviously some kind of like deep emotional crisis that she's like obviously hasn't really confronted before <laughs> i mean it reminds me of the only the only close faces that i can think of like expressions that i can think of are like kyo's from the last chapter like she shows flashback of him being super depressed mm -hmm. and then maybe like i don't know when i was doing the summary what i was gonna say was that it reminds me of like uh kisa's mom's expression or whatever mm -hmm. but i think it's beyond that i mean i think it's like yeah it's kind of it's kind of a different emotion too yeah and like the one scene where like where it's got like that speech bubble that's just like a dot 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 and an exclamation mark mm -hmm. and she kind of like clutches the picture to herself it's almost like she goes through like a little like mini panic attack there for a minute it seems like that yeah. she yeah she, there's a lot of different expressions i think in that mm -hmm. one scene this is the one where she's it's up she's up at night yeah and it's like after a whole bunch of like imagery like flashed through her head and then it, like mm -hmm. it's just kind of like like struck her all at once for a second there and yeah like she looks she's looking up at the sky she looks kind of like calm like normal and she looks down at the photo and then we see this whole series of image like her memories like you said the memories of her mom crying i mean her mom in a black dress i think it's like her dad's funeral and then we see like i said incense and the like curtain the funeral other funeral imagery mm -hmm. um there's also a shot of people's like feet um they kind of look like these shoes that look kind of like shoes you'd give like a little girl like maybe mm -hmm. it, it's her dad's funeral when yeah. she was actually now that i'm looking mm -hmm. at it i think it might be like her and her grandpa outside of the apartment because it looks yeah. like it's like on the it looks like it's on a threshold they're at a threshold it does look like a threshold that's for sure i don't know but then it like is it a different time though because in the next scene is the one where she's wearing her school uniform and she's maybe it is maybe it's after the funeral or something like she's wearing like leggings or something and then it's mm -hmm. like maybe when she left the apartment or something when she's in her school uniform maybe i think you're supposed to wear your school uniform to funerals if you're in high school i feel like i read when we were reading about funerals before so anyway i don't know but it's people wearing formal attire and then the two toothbrushes and then she clutches the kind of photo closer and closer you see like yeah her eyes are super wide like she's kind of panicked like you just said mm -hmm. the one where it's like dot 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 and exclamation point and then that really despondent kind of depressed expression yeah i think these are some deep feelings that we haven't seen her express before yeah and hero's the one who's kind of brought them out yeah and they seem to have, like caught her off guard like when he first asked the question yeah. she like starts to respond and then realizes she doesn't she doesn't really like, have, have an answer, answer she can so, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or she has an answer but she doesn't want to say yeah. or mm -hmm. there's something about it that's un very uncomfortable yeah and so she just avoids the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. And it's true, we never hear about her dad that much. Like, I think in some flashbacks, Kyoko's probably talked about him. Mm -hmm. They talked about how she speaks formally like her dad, but... Yeah. Yeah, we never see, we haven't seen a photo of him yet or anything like that, mm -hmm. so... So Hiro's there to shake things up. Yep. <laughs> we see a new... You're right that we've seen Toru be, like, sad before, mm -hmm. but not, like, not this way. Yeah. We got another head tap from yes. <laughs> Kyo. <laughs> Most importantly. Yeah. Oh, wait, I should make, put that in my notes. <laughs> um, we also had, um, I think another interesting thing is, like, we have a couple of, like, Hiro, like, seeing Rin and thinking about Rin right. a couple of times. And, like, we've seen them interact once before. But... Yeah, but he keeps thinking about her. And he's, mm -hmm. like, 
Haru, you don't want to talk or whatever. Like we know yeah. that Haru and Rin have a relationship, so something about something about what Haru did or said is like throwing him off as well, mm-hmm. or like he, I don't know, he's upset about it as well. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's not really clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even having read this before, I'm like, what, what, it, what's your deal? Like, mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know. He's thinking about Rin a lot recently, but yeah. why was he so annoyed with Haru? Like, what is it that he thinks did Haru do something, or like, I don't know. But, but yeah, he's um, he's thinking about her a lot. Their relationship is interesting. We haven't seen that much. I mean, he was, like, sort of nice to her, as we pointed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we haven't seen much more of them together, so. Yeah. But there's obviously some kind of... Something's on his mind. Yeah, some kind of connection or thought there, so. And then, I, I mean, it's interesting that also Hiro, he thought about the time with Kisa again. Like, he's, like, things that feelings that I'm keeping in my heart. Like, I kind of felt like that was resolved, but I guess it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, his actual feelings for Kisa haven't really been resolved yet it's not like he told her how he feels about her like directly or whatever and And i think it's like still the guilt over yeah like what akito did because i don't think he's talked about that to anyone i think the only reason we know about it is because satori told right (laughs) yes yeah you're right he hasn't told anybody and like we had the thing where kisa doesn't know why akito got mad at her so right like he hasn't quote-unquote confessed that it was quote-unquote his fault (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah well yes Mm -hmm. because it's not (laughs) yeah no yeah but he hasn't he hasn't let her in on why it happened or whatever what akito's motivation was yeah and then of course we have yuki should we talk about yuki so we had the scene also of yuki uh laying on the couch and he like tugged toru's hair which is first of all really adorable yeah and he says this um, some more cryptic stuff Mm mm-hmm Okay, so what he says is, there's something I want to tell you. I think there's something I should tell you someday. It's nothing like that. Now that I, now I can think that there's more to life than just darkness. Now I believe that it's not all just a misunderstanding. I have to open this tightly closed lid, and when it comes, when the time comes, if you would listen, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. And Toru was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. Essentially, like, so it's this really cryptic thing that he says, um, which is probably like I don't know, referring to his feelings and. Mm-hmm. It's also tied in with these, this, like, memory or, like, flashback that he has of Akito telling him that he has nothing, you know, nothing to hope for, nothing worth, you know, living, that he'll always live in darkness, Mm -hmm. um, that we saw at the beginning of the chapter. And then it's interesting that Toru kind of, she, I don't know, it doesn't seem like she understands what he's talking about, but then yet she's, like, she keeps thinking about what he said, like, the tightly closed lid, I have to open the tightly closed lid, like, it's, like, an understanding that it's something that's deep inside Mm -hmm. of Yuki, and maybe that... I don't know. It seems like she's latched onto that as well. Yeah. And, like, we see, like, the image of her mother there, and then she's thinking about the I have to open phrase again when she's having her little... Mini freak out. Yeah. (laughs) Her, like, potential panic attack. Yeah. Being depressed situation. Staying Mm -hmm. up. Insomnia. Yeah. And then we also see the imagery of the box um, at the end of the chapter, too, which I think is related to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of a lot of lid talk, as I said. Yep. <laughs> Someday we'll have an episode with Lidson and Hatson. <laughs> Lidson at lids. I mean, I'm <laughs> um, just trying to think if there's any kind of like overall, again, like an overall connecting. Like this is the beginning of a, you know, the, they're not they haven't left the beach yet, so there's more to come at the yeah. beach. So this is just setting up some things about the beach. This the theme is um, that everyone's got emotions deep inside. <laughs> that they're not totally dealing with. They have to open the tightly closed yes. lids. Everybody, open your tightly closed lids. 
yeah but I, I think you're right it's just like everyone everyone has yeah there's like an an element of a theme of you know being empathetic for other people and recognizing mm-hmm. that there are always people are going to have deep motivations and feelings that they're not sharing with you and yeah. that even if they seem okay on the outside they might not be and stuff yeah. like that isn't there like a really long german word or something that means like like the sudden realization that everyone around you has a like full inner life that you're not aware of or something <laughs> i feel like there is yeah i just don't know what it is yeah. on a child development level which is what you know with Piero made me think of it although i think he's a little past that mm-hmm. stage but like i know there's like a significant point in child development where it's like you basically develop empathy like you realize that you know there are other people in the world besides you and they have emotions and stuff yeah right? actually you might be right around that age i think it might be probably i, I feel like that's Regardless, that's definitely what's happening. If it's the age one should be developing that at or not. Um, yeah. And Kisa is helping him to try to be a more empathetic person, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is challenging. I love how, but I like how he just kind of like self narrates, like, oh, I should have thought about this and now whatever, but it's too late. <laughs> just, yeah. He's realizing the issues and he's trying to, he's trying to take a step in the right direction. I know, it's actually a short word. It's oh, Sonder. <laughs> that's a. The realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So he's developing that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's an interesting contrast that, like, uh, we just had all this stuff with Kyo's father being like, he needs to be locked up and whatever, and then we see him out having fun and being a nice guy, Kyo Mm -hmm. out, being empathetic and recognizing issues with Toru and stuff like that. It's, um, you know, I don't know, it just goes to kind of, like, further differentiate him from this kind of like image that his father has of him which is interesting mm-hmm. Yuki's been I don't know just like thinking back to some other chapters I mean Yuki's been going on I mean he's he's been dealing with these feelings about the the tightly closed lid for like 20 chapters or something like this <laughs> is like because it was post beach I mean post um it was post true form mm-hmm. arc that he started feeling like that and it's now we're in chapter that was like 34 now we're in chapter 54 55 yeah so it's finally coming up there was no movement with the hat this time, but <laughs> Hatsan didn't make an appearance this chapter, <laughs> these two chapters. The hat was stationary. <laughs> and then Momiji was there, but he was also seemed like just kind of an instigator. Like, I feel like he didn't, he was, he was involved in doing stuff, but he, I feel like character-wise, he didn't even have like a big conversation with somebody like, like he did with Kyo in the last chapter or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was kind of a, a party to a bunch of things that were happening with, like, I feel like a people like Toru and Yuki and Hiro and maybe um yeah I don't know they're kind of like the the center of these chapters I feel like oh and then of course like Akito and Toru in there I mean Akito and um Shigure in their situation yeah that was kind of a big deal mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I feel like they're kind of those are the people who are kind of at the center the characters that are at the center of like what's going on in these two chapters yeah so yeah okay yeah, I don't have anything else to say. I think we can move on to spoilers. Okay. So yeah, next time we're going to talk about chapters 56 and 57. We'll be... I think we're staying at... No, no, no. It's still going to be summer, but we might have a beach diversion. Yeah. Next time. But yeah, we're going to talk about chapters 56 and 57. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to reach out and send us questions and comments for the for the like kind of mid-series special that we're doing. Or just, you know, regular comments and questions as usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye.
back to talk about spoilers. Woo. Woo. It's the beach. It's the beach. <laughs> I guess next time we're actually going to talk about uh, Atari and Mayuko, right? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I looked, I kind of saw the next couple of pages and I was like, ooh, ooh, and then <laughs> had to come to record, so. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Shikari's just like, I'm going to stir a bunch of shit up and then I'll go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like, um, I have quote-unquote work to do, which is, like, stir up a bunch of shit and then leave. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna do my thing with Aikido, and then I'm gonna go hassle <laughs> like, later, bitches. Yeah. and I'll go to the beach. Yeah, exactly. It's like a checklist that he made. It's like, finish manuscript, tease, like, set up a ruse for Michan about not finishing the manuscript, yeah. bother Aikido, set up Dorian <laughs> you know, Maiko or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Cause havoc. Yeah. Uh, well, that little scene we get with uh, Baby Yuki and Akito, we get a more full flashback of later on. Ooh, okay, I wasn't yeah. sure about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also during the uh, his big trauma dump with uh, Kakiru. <laughs> trauma dump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I think it was after he like first tried to make friends with Kyo. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And then Akito's like, no. Yeah. No, you can't be friends with anybody. This world is dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Akito's yeah, very menacing even as a child. Yeah. Yeah, once I saw it, I was like, oh, I remember that more. Kyo and Chiguri were so saucy. Yeah, they were. <laughs> it was really dramatic, just like I said, like a film noir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot about this scene, but this is, like, overtly sexual. Yeah, definitely. So... <laughs> I was like, interesting, I don't know how to talk about this. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> like, we've had some scenes in the past where it's like, knowing where this goes, I can see that there's some undertones here, but yeah, like these, uh, these are overtones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's text, not subtext. Yes. <laughs> Super text. Yeah. Yeah, we saw that one way earlier on where... Oh, I probably should have called that out in the non-spoilers too, but, like, where we saw Shikuri is, like, looking down at Akito a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Like, they're obviously, like, in bed together or something. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, this is just uh, mm-hmm. carrying that through. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting mm-hmm. um, to finally see that be happening. But so... Even even darker than I remember, mm-hmm. frankly. One other little thing in that scene is the scene with Hattori and the the woman is Hiro's mom. Yeah, I was like, um, why do you want me to call this out? And then I was like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, Which I remembered I that, but I only, like, this time reading it, I was like, oh, she's hanging out with Hattori because she just found out she's pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, doing, like, a doctor visit there. <laughs> no, it, like, definitely looks, like, nefarious. Yeah. But... But like, and Shigure would know that that's her too. So yeah, uh, yeah it's a, a it's a misdirection. Shit, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, like I remembered that's like, funny. like oh, it turns out to be Hero's mom or whatever. But I was like, oh, obviously that's uh, related to the uh, pregnancy thing later on. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, because in like two chapters, because yeah. Hero's like at the beach when she calls him and like tells him. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's very charming. Yeah, Hero's mom is great. I'm excited to see her. <laughs> I know. We haven't met her yet. This is the first time. No. <laughs> got a glimpse of her. <laughs> uh, we got some good parenting from Cosmo, though. I feel yeah. like I've I've actually, like, and also from Hana's parents in yeah. the last couple of chapters, I feel like I'm, like, ready to deal with some shitty parents because we got some, like, <laughs> I feel like even Kyo's dad being shitty wasn't enough to, like, bring me down yet. <laughs> we ended yeah. on a high note with with, uh, with Cosmo, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that stuff helps soften Hero, too, while he's mm-hmm. going through his little character yeah, he's still learned to take care of a baby that yeah. can't, um, you know, do anything for itself or whatever. Yeah. Very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. One thing, like, we were talking about how he didn't even seem to be, like, trying to be a dick when he was talking about Toru's mm-hmm. parents and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Where it's like he does have just kind of a thing where he like says like the thing no one wants to say or whatever, which like they mm. say specifically later on. They're like, you have a knack for saying the thing everyone's avoiding or whatever. Yeah. When he says something that I think it's said too with like Kyo about to be locked up after high school or whatever. Yes. And they were like talking around it and then they're like, here, really? But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that that's just kind of a thing with him even when he's become a <laughs> more mature and empathetic person. <laughs> Well, I think he's kind of just like, I don't know, not like no nonsense, but he kind of was just like, yeah, yeah he's very direct. He's, yeah. like, he's like, why do you have this photo thing? and not yeah. this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still questioning everything, mm-hmm. but just kind of like without, as if it's, as if it's an objective question and not an emotional question. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of a kid thing. I think it just shows how like immature he still is. Yeah. I think it's partly his personality, Precoce, partly Precoce his age. Child too. thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, noticing things without quite the emotional development to recognize the <laughs> meaning of what he's yes. noticing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But then he can see so clearly the impact of yeah. what, what he did. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Yeah, like the whole thing where he's like, a sh- he's like, oh, all of this, like, emotionally complex stuff. I just realized that. I should have thought about that before. Too late, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's okay, because someone like Toru is a good person yeah. to that, I guess. <laughs> As we've said many times, but... Yeah, and then, of course, all of this... Uh, speaking of Toru, all of that sort of... Uh, hero's here to be a catalyst mm-hmm. to get her to start thinking about and dealing with her, like, kind of issues with her mom. Yeah. And moving on... Actually moving on from her death. Because it seems like, on the outside, up until now, it seems like, you know, it's it was, it was tragic, but she's moving on. But I don't... Yeah, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. not really the case. <laughs> yeah. It's clearly not the case at this point because of um, her reaction to the... After he said that. Yeah. And other deeper issues that she has about her, her relationship with her father. Like, there's a reason why she doesn't have his photo, so... Yeah. Um, but that some... also makes her feel guilty. Yeah, so. and aside from the, like, lack of photo, we also get a little hint of that with the, the image of Kyoko. Yeah. Like, at the funeral. Yeah, when Kyoko was younger with mm-hmm. her, like, long hair and her funeral dress, so. Yeah. Yeah. She has a strong, um, association around, or strong, like, memories, I think, around that, uh, time as well. Mm-hmm. Right? And that impacts her into her, uh, adolescence. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll all see. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I always find that, um, scene where she's sitting out on the porch, um, like awake really late at night to be really striking. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that's very, uh, you know, being awake with your feels yeah. at night. I, I, um, I relate. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I also relate to Hero saying dumb shit too, but yeah. <laughs> not exactly the same way. I love that like despairing panel of him like slumped down to the ground. <laughs> he's like, what did I he's do? Like, I know. He's like, well, I know that I fucked up, but yeah. like, I don't really get it. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> so good. There's like a little sound effect too of him like. Yeah. Flopping to the ground. And how, like, half the panel is black. <laughs> yeah. Like, closing in on him. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, soon, Kyo was kind of... Kyo was in these chapters, and there was a cute moment when he, like, dragged Toru, but we're gonna get more cute Kyoru times. So I'm so excited. Yeah. The beach. It's the summer of Kyoru. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Kyo's, like, doing pretty good lately. Like... <laughs> Yeah. It's been pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, he only he only yelled at people a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's some good Yuki Toru moments too. Of course there's like this time yeah. and um we had the time last time where he almost revealed the hat secrets to her. Yeah. I like the way this is kind of I guess related to last time, but I like how he's like 
he remembers her saying, or he latches onto her saying, like, it's a precious memory mm-hmm. that he helped her and stuff like that. I feel like that also kind of helps him, like, move on yeah. or kind of grow and develop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, when we get that whole flashback, like, we get the whole thing where it, like, makes him feel really good about himself. He's like, I helped somebody. <laughs> like, somebody's yeah. better off because I existed. Like, <laughs> Exactly. That's the whole thing that he's yeah. So fighting the fact at that, that point. she still like considers it such a important moment it's in her life powerful. is obviously deeply affecting for him. Mm-hmm. That's like the bit at the beginning where he's like, "Oh, I should stop like looking sad and spacing off because it'll make Toru worry." And then like mm-hmm. after he gets like the fever, he's like, "I made you worry anyway." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It, when he t- keeps trying to be like, "I'm fine, guys. I'm gonna be fine," and they're all like, "You're not fine." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's very sweet. Yeah. Oh, uh, we can talk about Hiro seeing Rin, though. We didn't oh, talk yeah, about that yeah. yet in spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's interesting how many times she's peppered in to this, cha- these, I guess this one chapter with Hiro. Mm-hmm. She walks by and then he thinks about her yeah. when he sasses Haru for whatever reason. Um, my thought is that, like, he's just, like, associating their situations. Yeah. Because, like, you know, Kisa got hurt by Akito and he also saw Rin got, get hurt by Akito. Mm-hmm. So you can maybe, yeah. like, realize that there's that kind of a connection there and so he's like kind of grumpy about Haru's relationship with Rin well Haru yeah Haru like scolding him about stuff well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like takes one to no one yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't think Haru it has nothing to do because Haru just like scolds him like a normal thing right yeah and then uh, Hiro is like I can't remember exactly but he's like whatever like it's <laughs> none of your business and it's like okay <laughs> like yeah relax um, but yeah, he's definitely, he's upset about Rin still, but he's kind of, so he's like taking it out on Hiro, but, I mean on Haru, but mm-hmm. doesn't, I don't know how much he knows about, I, I mean, he, I don't know, he probably put two and two together. Yeah. Because it's like his situation, like you said. Yeah, it's like his situation, he saw it happen, and I'm pretty sure he probably knew that. He probably knew they were together. Had a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems, I don't know, I wonder how close Hiro and Rin were before that happened, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they were just close because he's worried about her because he saw it, or yeah. if they were... I mean, I'm sure they were... Like, was he closer with her than anybody else, I guess, is the question. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's ever... Yeah, I'm not sure. Made clear or not. Uh, for sure, the second thing, or whatever that I said. The, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if they were Yeah, he's definitely, like, that. you know, become closer to her because he's saw what happened and is worried about her, which is mm-hmm. pretty cute. It's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Hero has a lot of redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. I, apparently, a bunch of people were complaining about him being bratty, which is fine. I accept. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's going to grow. It's yeah. fine. He's, yeah, he's one of the ones, like, there's lots of characters where, since we've read it before, like, we're fond of them, even when they're <laughs> still really, really flawed, because we know yes. like, <laughs> how much they're going to develop. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be mm-hmm. fine later. It's okay. Yeah. He, he becomes a fine young man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he grows, yeah, and then, I mean, you know, yeah. he's, he's one of the first ones to have which his... I, I always respect. It's like, he knows he's got issues. <laughs> it's true, he knows he's got issues, just doesn't know what to do with them yet, so. Because yeah. he's tiny. Just... <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's fine. It's fine, Hero, you're gonna be fine. Um, it's interesting that later, he's one of the first ones to have the curse break. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, I feel like being empathetic and being, like, having that bond with somebody else is something that's important. Wait, really mm-hmm. very important to his character kind yeah. of development overall up to that moment and including mm-hmm. that moment so yeah i do feel like i feel like omiji wasn't he was in like all these scenes but he wasn't doing very much 
narratively. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of instigated them all going, and then he goes and talks to Kyo. But I feel like there isn't even, a, like, a lot of Momiji Toru, like, shook teasing. Like, there's a bunch of cute scenes of them together, but I didn't really notice any specific, like, you know, like, you think that he would be taking this time, Momiji would be taking this time to, like, sass Kyo or mm-hmm. something, but he didn't even really seem to be doing that. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like we didn't really see that hint in these chapters. Mm-hmm. I think there will be some stuff later at the beach stuff. Yeah. And they're going to have their, uh, they're going to have their secret <laughs> Akito yeah. encounter, um, as well. But yeah. I mean, I think there's some romantic stuff between them before that too. I don't. Yeah. I they do have the cute remember. scene when like when everyone's going to race and they're just like chuckling to themselves and smiling together, which is cute. But mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but... There is that, but yeah, not as overtly shippy mm-hmm. as some other things we've seen. I think of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does say Toru is always cute. <laughs> yeah, Toru is always cute. <laughs> Haru is like, we get to see bathing suit Toru. <laughs> yeah. Kyo and Yuki are like, <laughs> don't talk about it yeah. like that, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's cute that it's the, you know, we get the swimsuit that they bought Very earlier. Respectful. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Finally. Mm-hmm. Only like. The biggest you know, reveal of the series. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most important reveal, second only to the color of the hat. Yeah. <laughs> Kisa, Yuki. I feel like we covered everything. Yeah, I think I've got all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make notes. <laughs> Secret to success. I mean, oh, the one note I made is that this is like foreshadowing. Because um, Kyo also brings up this uh, question about Toru's father later too. Mm-hmm. Which kind of like segues into, I think, the story, uh, their their backstory. Like Kyoko and Katsuya's backstory. And then of course Toru showing the photo of her father to Kyo later. And like yeah. admitting her her kind of like uh feelings about her you know her i don't know her complex kind of and painful feelings about him and the three like the three of their her, her and her two parents relationship so yeah so yeah i don't know hero just brings it up first because mm-hmm. <laughs> hero's not as polite and empathetic as yuki and kyo <laughs> yeah yeah okay i think that's all my spoilers they're like, oh my god, Hero, you don't just ask people about their dead dads. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> great, great note to end on, I think. <laughs> okay, they're just like I'm picking up sleepy. these beetles and they're just like crawling on their hands, like whatever. I know I it's a thing like, there, but <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I think like it's just that's a that's a thing. <laughs> I feel like some kids are like, bugs are cool. Like yeah. <laughs> I still feel like they would like pinch you though, wouldn't they? I don't know. Well, I don't not the really ones they found. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, those are just the ones where it's like it doesn't pinch closed, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they've just got a sticky outy thing on their head. Yeah. The actual I mean, I stag think... beetles have the pinchy part. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to mess with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're probably just desensitized to like buggles and nature and stuff like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, but I also like how Momiji's like. <laughs> what is a kunigichi? How do I yeah. find beetles? Like, it's really great. Like, I feel you. He's just like, we're gonna catch stag beetles. And he's like, how do we catch stag beetles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yep. I don't know. I don't think we're out of things to say, right? <laughs> 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 it's late, I'm tired. It's bedtime for me. <laughs> okay. Thank you all for listening, as always. You can send us, um, you can send us ass and junk. You can, like, message us. We're good. We're, we're connected to the social media, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.